0: Welcome to episode 15 of We Have Issues. I'm Anthony. And I'm Stevie Wildcard. Every week stick Steve- with it? <laughs> Every week Stevie Wildcard and I get together and we talk about our latest attempt at making something in the world. Um, this time it is a semi-autobiographical time travel graphic novel musical. And we're working <laughs> really hard on it. Uh, we've been making a lot of progress. Um, Steve and I have been trying to make comics together for... Over a decade, well, over a decade at this point, um, something has always gotten in the way. But this time, we are dedicated. We're trying our best, and we're keeping ourselves accountable with this podcast. And so far, it's going okay. It's been going awesome. I, I wish I could produce the pages more, but it's at least at the
1: very least, we're making progress every week. There's not like this just this dead, you know, like length of time where nothing's getting done. So
0: <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's funny because like any amount of progress feels better like now i i definitely have a little bit extra push on me because i i feel the accountability of the the podcast every week like i know i'm gonna have to talk to you so i know that i have to be able to be like well well steven 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 i did i didn't i didn't like like this week this week for instance i didn't get all the work done that i wanted to get same same z's however however i'm not a complete failure like i wrote a solid paragraph steven (laughs) like okay when you're talking about a graphic novel though right um it's gonna take up at least two pages the thing i wrote you know so i i I didn't segment it off um in two pages yet but it's a solid paragraph i'm really proud of it and it's at least two pages so it's pretty good it's pretty good (laughs) i want to do better i'm not super proud but I didn't fail completely, and that's probably because of this podcast. Because <laughs> if I didn't have this video right now, I wouldn't have forced myself to do that yesterday through all the nonsense I went through. So uh, you also didn't do as well this week?
1: No, but I did get all the blues done, and I have about half the pencils
0: done. Uh, let's show the blues slash pencils. Right there where I am. Mm. I don't. <laughs> so those are the blues or pencils that Steven did. Um, this is my paragraph. <laughs> You can't read it because it's going to go read by too quickly. You can. I don't know. I know. That's, that's the funniest thing about what I'm doing. I'm just like, well, no one, I can just lie all the time. I don't. I don't lie. I can I mean, confirm for them. Yeah, like, there's, there's nothing happening. There's no way anyone knows whether or not I've ever written anything. In fact, I don't know how to read. I could just be illiterate and it's okay. You've been in all these writing communities
1: on Twitter and it's just all been this huge farce. Like, it's just not real. It's true. It could be.
0: Dear Twitter writing community. He's actually the penciler this whole time. Yeah, we have been, been drawing this whole time. I've been the artist, <laughs> Steven's the writer. Um, we're just both embarrassed about what we do, so we flip flop. <laughs> so,
1: so that so. way neither one of us ever has to yeah, take blame or credit for
0: uh, how well report we're doing. Last week, we announced that we're going to have a Kickstarter this coming March. Uh, how do you feel about that? Are you excited?
1: I'm nervous because I want to have enough artwork done. Um, but I think I will. I think by the time March comes around, there's going to be at least half the books going to
0: be done with art. So Right. So this is the way I, I look at it is if you were to if we were to pitch to a publisher um, on average, of course, I want to see the most amount you can you can do. But like uh, Image and Dark Horse, they average about uh, asking for I think it's about 11 pages of sequential art finished you know, of your book, um, before you pitch or, you know, to pitch to them. So I figure as long as we have at least that pitching to the public and saying, look, this is what we're doing. We have this podcast to show you that we're doing our best to stay (laughs) accountable and we will finish this thing. Um, I think that that's fair. And I think that people will understand what we're, you know, what we're doing here and the 11 pages will be more than enough to get people interested. I hope what happened this week for you that like made you not get it, get your stuff done as much. Well um let's see
1: i mean it's it's just a particularly busy week i mean like when's my when's my when's my week not busy basically uh because i i work 42 hours a week so just on top of that and then just let me think the girls what other excuses can i feed you (laughs) no no, but um of course of course since the new expansion of wow's been out, i've been a little bit leaning into that too much
0: so when you I said excuses, back. you meant lies, Stephen. Lies. lies.
1: But Brandon and I did hit for any any WoW connoisseurs. Brandon's going to Vegas tomorrow. He's going right. to be gone for a week. So Brandon and I had to get some of our time in today. But uh, we we hit 1.8 already for the first season. The, the, the arena season just started, so we're we're doing pretty good. We're at 1.8 already as Holy Paladin Arms Warrior for any WoW players out there. Um, But beyond that, I mean, just your dude, your run of the mill things like uh, keeping the house in order because Mm -hmm. we're gonna be hosting Christmas in the next week or so. So doing like a lot of cleaning that we don't normally do just to make sure everything is looking great because you know some uncle or some some aunt will run into a different room and Mm -hmm. oh my god, this room that you know no one ever goes into has to be (laughs) you know spotless also. Um, But yeah, um, and then just kind of I I didn't I wouldn't say I had like artist's block. Okay. But that that last silly little panel of just like the the vinyl burping, I just mm-hmm. I kept I, I literally redrew the blues on that like twenty yeah. times. I just could not figure out what I wanted, and I just I I got one that I think looks good.
0: Cool for me, it's been do okay. So my my son Atlas is in virtual school. I me um I have got way overwhelmed with the amount of emails that the virtual school has been sending me. <laughs> like well okay so. Virtual school, they will send dozens and dozens of emails throughout the week, just dozens, like so many emails. And the problem is it becomes impossible to tell which emails are important and which are just trash. Because just
1: faculty, bull crap. just
0: faculty, yeah, just nonsense, just stuff that I don't need to know that no one needs to know, or just like, like, well intended things that are like, here's this party that you're probably not going to attend because it's on zoom and you have a life and you don't want to do this because you're doing other <laughs> things with your child at that point or you're working or you know, but and I understand, but I can't unsubscribe. To the school because they actually send important information every week. But man, that's some
1: messed up stuff. It's like if, like, yeah, like junk emails like yes. suddenly sent you like your bill. Yes, like exactly, here's it's a bunch exactly of coupons. But also, you owe us this amount of money. We're just gonna secretly sneak this in here. Yes.
0: And if you don't pay this bill, we're gonna get you. Yes. So it's like ninety percent junk. So so what what ended up happening? I'll t- like. And it's my fault for not sifting through well enough in the beginning, because I, because immediately it was like that. It was immediately like, here are 12 emails and I'll read three of them. And I'm like, I don't need to know any of this stuff. Like, okay, this is fine. You know, it's all really basic stuff. It's like, if, if you were like, Hey, I want to know how to draw the tick. And someone was like, okay, what you have to do is you get this thing. This thing is called a pencil and this thing is made with lead. And this thing is made with wood. And you're like, no, (laughs) like you need to get. (laughs) Listen, man, I know how to, uh, let's get past the shapes.
1: Let's get past all of that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So like, so, but that's what every email was like, where it was just like, like, you start to feel like, like, you know, when you call it for any reason, if you're desperate and they're like, and you want to just look at them and be like, listen, listen, I already did the power cycle. I already unplugged it. (laughs) I already did this. Like I did all the things that every moron has to do that you're telling everyone to do. I turned it off and on again, and it's not working, please help, you know? But but like, I can't do that because it's email, so it's just like, so I have to sift through it all, and it's all nonsense. But what I missed Stephen, or what I misunderstood was that there are some things that are mandatory to print and do every week, and I was doing those because they're <laughs> mandatory to print and do. What I mistook was I thought those were the only assignments that he had to do that were mandatory every week they were there were other assignments that were exams that were mandatory that were on the computer every week that i did not recognize i like yeah so so what what ended up happening was my son and i realized the day before everything was supposed to be due that he had about six quizzes like mini quizzes like six questions each you know um like like, yeah like about 36 in each in all four classes so i was like oh my gosh and i panicked and i i started panicking i was just like oh my gosh we have to do these come and get in this room like it's time to you know it's it's time to like it's crunch time boy crunch time yeah put on your kindergarten pants we're doing this you know
1: me captain
0: so sorry
1: That was me trying to get kicks, ro- kick rocks happening, basically. <laughs> I really, you know, it's, the funny thing is, I said it in my head twice. I'm like, I'm going to say it. <laughs> I know. He's going to like it. Hey, he did like it. He
0: did not pick up what I was putting down. <laughs> and now I feel stupid. <laughs> That's so funny. That happened to me a couple of weeks ago where you said something and I thought of a joke and I was like, oh, I should say it. And then I didn't say it and then time went by and I was like, but now I can't say it. <laughs> yeah, like, I do. Yeah, so like, but I, I think it makes it better to just say it, I think. So we did all of these assignments, but like while it was happening, you ever my whole body because it was here's the thing. It was, I realized the night before because his grades, it's it it said he had an A or B in, in all four classes, A, Bs, right? And I was like, okay. And suddenly, though, that night they changed to Fs and Ds, and I was like, No, I'm a failure. Like, what? I'm a. Huge this is parent. my fault. This is all my fault. Like, he did all the stuff he's supposed to do. So I was just like, What do I do? What do I do? I'm a terrible parent. Like, I was like panicking, right? Um, and I thought all of the grades were due the next day, at by noon. So we woke up and we were just like, <laughs> like I was just like, it's breakfast time, and then this is what we're doing with our day i'm so sorry i love you i'm so sorry please forgive me you know so like i ran him through all this and we did all these tests and stuff and we got his grades up and it turns out that the grades weren't actually due until wednesday next week yeah this coming week <laughs> we had such a like super anxiety panic attack like you ever i don't know if i think we talked about this before not in the podcast but like i get like physical waves in my chest of like yes. depression. Like really bad. Um like it's just like I feel like it I feel it. And it, it's it, it feels like it feels like my body just goes in like pure fight or flight mode with my own brain, you know, <laughs> like it's just like it wants to beat up my like I want to beat up myself, you know, or it's just and that's just what the depression is. It's just constantly, you know, being in that fight or flight mode with myself. Where It's like, do I run? Do I, st- you know, do I stay? Do I fight this? Do I fix it? How do I fix it? What do I do? What did I do wrong? Why did I do this? And then you have to like <clears throat> staying present in that moment is so hard. Like, it was so hard to not be like, you're an idiot for not recognizing this. You should have read every single email. Why didn't you do this? Like, you're a bad person. You're a bad parent. Uh, Everyone else is reading all these emails. Why are you so lazy? You know, Um, like, you know, like I went through all those things, but like, meanwhile, my body is sitting there in front of a computer passing kindergarten with my son, you know, or I'm just like, (laughs) we need to do this. This is what's important. Focus on this thing. But my whole body was going through those motions of like, like, you know, you know like everything was more annoying uh, like just more annoying and frustrating to me so anytime he wasn't paying attention and although it wasn't his fault i'm just like i can i sensed myself getting like irate where i was just like oh no 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 no, you know when, whenever i'm like in the
1: throes of anxiety i always feel so bad like i always like try my best to distance myself from tina mm-hmm. because like it's like one of the basically side effects of anxiety is aggression and like like I can feel like when you're in that anxious state and you're in that fight or flight state, like it's yeah, man, like people around you end up getting sucked into this, like, you know, horrible tornado of like anxiety and panic, which just it's yeah. So I, I completely understand where you're coming from when, yeah, it, when it comes it, to it, that. It's,
0: it's really hard. Um, thankfully, like, I, I mean, it's something I've been dealing with a long time. I'm sure, you know, you've been dealing with it a long time too. Uh, so I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm much better at dealing with it now and staying in the moment, at least objectively, like internally I'm on fire and think crazy Mm -hmm. things are happening. Like, it's just like, it's Arkham Asylum in my body, you know, but externally I'm Batman. Like externally.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dude, can I just say like how crazy, like, and I know anyone with anxiety is just gonna go, yep. And like, you're probably sipping your coffee disagreeing, but like, it really is so crazy how real the physical symptoms of anxiety are. Like, yeah. I think that's the, I think that's why anxiety like wins like those little fights sometimes is because it makes itself so real. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like, and it's, it's nothing If it, nothing is happening, but like your brain is manifesting just fear like in, yeah. in chaos and it's, taking on physical form it's not it's it becomes more than just a mental battle and it's just insane like i can't stand it and you are someone that suffers from allergies as much as i do and oh, gosh. i have a feeling that a lot of our anxiety probably stems from that like that breathing and like those issues like that you know what i'm talking
0: about sorry oh, okay. everybody
1: that has breathing anxiety <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah
0: um manual breathing commencing yeah. in three two one um <laughs> Oh, okay, big fat. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude. That, so so I went. I was going through all that. I was doing my best to just externally, mostly say I like be stoic, just get through it and get him through it comfortably without him feeling like anything was his fault because he didn't do anything wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So we, but we got through it. Everything was okay. And you know what was amazing though is like after that, it it was gone. Like like in, ex- like all of it was gone. Like I felt no stress, no pressure, like, it, there was nothing, no residual stuff. Like, you know when, like, I when, like, you really get in an argument, or, like, there's a real fight, or, like, there's something that happens, and then later on, you're like, you're still kind of feeling it, and you're still, like, yeah, you're in that moment. Yeah, you're recovering, basically, so you're, yeah. Yeah, you're in that recovery stage, and, like, I didn't have that at all. I was just, like, huh! like, just, like, shrugged my shoulders, and it was gone, which it was, <laughs> I was so happy. It was amazing. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was, it was amazing. So I have something I want to run by you, Stephen. I want you to imagine. Okay, how familiar are you with the the story of the Grinch, Stephen?
1: I'm familiar with very various, various stories of the Grinch. I'm okay. familiar with the Ron Howard capitalist, there you, you know, capitalism is evil story, right. and I'm also familiar with just the original story. He's just, he just doesn't like the Who's. So gotcha.
0: go ahead. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, you know the Grinch song, right? Like the. You're a mean one, yes. Mr. Grinch. Okay. Yes. Cool. Okay. He's a crocodile. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> So, okay, okay, so, Stephen, do you remember what the Grinch had in his soul based on the song? You got garlic? Yes, sir. Now let me explain something to you. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. Stephen
1: <laughs> Steven,
0: <laughs> By the end of the Grinch, there's no longer garlic in his soul. Not only that, Stephen, but the the Grinch's heart grows three sizes, it's three sizes in his chest. So now not only is there no garlic in his soul, but there's more blood pumping through his body. Oh,
1: I get, to get where you're getting with this. Steven?
0: Steven, what if the, the Grin- Gr- <laughs> what if the Grinch was the only thing keeping vampires away from Whoville? <laughs> Steven, what I'm oh, selling so to you right now. I
1: wanna draw this now.
0: Steven. Is this gonna be something else that I draw? Steven. Van Hoosing. Steven. <laughs> <laughs> steven oh it's good (laughs) steven i'm selling van hoosing tea right now and you need to buy it (laughs) i need it i need you to understand steven um, imagine cindy lou who just um, imagine her standing outside of someone's door because she was recently bitten by a vampire and now cindy lou who is going through the town just taking out adults and yeah imagine how like how amazing that would be steven people sharpening candy canes and truffle the trees going after vampires
1: Van Hoosing, sings steven <laughs> can, can the grinch be like the the like now is grinch the first victim or is he is he the van house Hels- the van Hoosing? Uh,
0: okay that's i think that's definitely up for debate because it okay it would be very shocking if as the grinch himself is carving the roast beast vampires just break through the doors Right? Or, ding-dong! Ding-dong! The Who's are so innocent that, of course, little Cindy Lou walks to the door and says, come in! Join our feast! (laughs) The vampire says, don't mind if I do, of course, and, you know, leaps onto her into the house, enters, bites Cindy Lou, everyone looks up, and now, you know, the Grinch is sitting there with a knife in his hand carving the Rose Beast, you know, (laughs) all of the Who's are around, and now suddenly, it's a vampire massacre. So... (laughs) what happens is does i i feel like the grinch does have to become the hero at that point yeah right he has to because otherwise he's just the like the mythological catalyst that let vampires into the town which kind of sucks for him but like you consider he just became so good yeah um But, I th- yeah, I think he has to be that thing who he unwittingly was the hero of the town anyway by being so garlicky, you know? Like by being a monster, he kept the other monsters at bay. And now that his, you know, his monstrous side has subsided, the you know, the vampires are, are free to roam the city, and now he has to Looks them. like I
1: gotta be a monster
0: again. Well, that's <laughs> 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 Coming this Christmas. <laughs> yeah, so Van Hoosing. Van Hoosing. I like it. I think we need it. I think is this is a pitches get stitches. I think it's a get stitches on accident. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it gets stitches.
0: So so you're on board with this, is what you're I'm saying. On, I'm
1: 100 percent on board. It's so funny because like I couldn't remember what his soul was, but I was like, I think it's garlic. I'm like singing it in my main one. There's I was like singing it in my head. I'm like, garlic. Garlic.
0: He's gonna say heart. Okay, the heart. Oh man, he's going vampire. <laughs> <isn't> he? <laughs> I and mean, of course, yeah, we needed it. So I, I want to see that. I'm not saying that you have to do it immediately, but I'm saying that I want a tattoo of it immediately. So <laughs> draw it. um No, I don't know. I don't even know. I just like I was thinking about Christmas uh horror movies and how how much fun it would be. How much fun it would be to have like fun like a um, mall Santa turning into a werewolf and like all kinds of like you know those little cool things but it's just we don't see those things enough and so of course i i found my way to the grinch and like you know that'd be a fun he idea. had
1: garlic in his soul but he no yeah. longer does yeah man so, that's good
0: that's, I that's, fun. you're always using that brain of yours that a that, that beautiful brain it has legs well you know what you know what it is <laughs> um my my job my my job that i have takes no thought like there's no thought no thought involved and i mean like customer service is really easy i naturally know where everything is um or at least i memorized where everything is so now it's just like it, it's it's so like autonomic now like i like i basically like, i can do my job as a robot you know like i can just grab something and my body knows where to go you know so like while that's happening i just think about things so and then when that happens i this you know it's basically a shower <laughs> you know it's just like, I, my body's in like auto mode so yeah So I'm an autopilot and I think about nonsense pretty much. Which is awesome. So
1: over on the Twitterverse though. Oh, cool. Yeah. At wonder Bruno asked us a question that we could talk about tonight and I'm going to ask it. And you, you didn't seem very, very confident in what answer you would have, but I think I, I think I might be able to go somewhere. Basically he wants to know like um, parenting and comics. So like, I responded to him and said, "Like how it's represented." He said, "Agreed and yes, how it's represented, or if it is at all." Reed Richards and, and Sue Storm are the worst parents, IMO, but people keep praising them as the best. Also, it'd be cool to hear from two dads what what it's like to be grown up and geek out at the same time.
0: Yes, yeah, like so, that part of it, I understand. You know, like
1: I get where he's coming from, and like in my opinion, I feel like, and maybe it's just because who's writing and like what the, what the basis of most comics are. But it does seem that most, most parents are either really bad or, like, uh, just not that part of the, the, the writing isn't focused upon. Like, uh, but, you know, who, like, comics aside, you know who the worst father of all time is? It's Goku, man. Goku know, is the worst I mean, father of all time. That makes sense. He, he's horrible. Of course he is. He's the worst guy yeah. ever.
0: Yeah, I mean, not only is he neglectful, but he's constantly putting his child in danger. 100 percent yeah he literally
1: he literally dies at the end of the cell saga and asks to not be brought back they could wish him back with everyone else he's like now nah, i'm gonna train in the afterlife
0: yeah yeah he's i mean koku is the
1: worst father how do you, he's hmm. he's the worst father by, by far but ah. but beyond that though like what we were saying being dads and geeking out like it's awesome. I mean, like, I just smother my daughters in as much nerd culture as possible. Like, but I think like a lot of people our age have basically taken those reins now. I don't think we're like exceptions anymore. What do you think?
0: No, no I don't think so either. I, I well, I, okay. I think it's funny because we we're probably not, not the last because it'll. I mean, it'll cycle back around and people will hate hate it again um but i mean i was definitely picked on a little in school for you know like i remember kids like smacking comic books off of my desk and like saying like oh you think you're an x-man like stuff like like ridiculous things that now for the most part would never happen because marvel is so mainstream you know like Mm -hmm. uh, the comic book movies are so mainstream and everyone loves them so much that i don't know, like comic culture and like nerd culture in general has become just the norm which is really mm-hmm. weird it's become default you know whereas it used to be sort of like a counterculture thing so i think now people are going to start hating on comic books again just to be cool you know which is kind uh, of, everyone
1: likes comics so i'm going to start hating comics yeah. so the cool
0: kids are going to hate comics essentially yeah. um you know like i've had i've met a couple of people uh you know like previously at jobs where they've you know they've been completely against all comic book movies in general which i think is kind of ridiculous because it's not even really a genre it's just a it's like a like a format or a it's a tool that you use in movies like time travel like time travel isn't a genre it's just a method of telling mm-hmm. a story you know like you can use time travel in a horror movie you can use time travel in you know any type of movie same with you can have a heist movie that's a superhero movie you can have a mm-hmm. horror movie that's a superhero movie
1: 100% like dude like um winter soldier mm-hmm. is probably like one of the like coolest marvel movies because it's a thriller yeah and like the way it's produced and, and it, it plays out like any cia crazy like thriller would and it's awesome that it plays out that way it's basically like what you're saying it's just the comic backdrop it's just yeah, it's the characters a, that are being used a, it doesn't it doesn't mean anything you know like this i i yeah. yeah i agree man i think it's and yeah, it is silly when people are like that, like with the with, with just
0: not wanting to watch comics. Like superheroes in general and like superpowers or heroes, um, it's a narrative tool like anything else to tell a story, you know? And if some mm-hmm. people are going to use it, you know, in a way that you enjoy and some people are going to use it in a way that you don't enjoy, you know? Like you can't really look at Man of Steel and Kick-Ass and see it and be like, oh, those are definitely the same kind of movie, you mm-hmm. know? Like they're not. They both have heroes and villains and, you know, stuff going on. But just way different and i can see someone loving kick-ass and hating you know man of steel and vice versa you know so who knows well as far as me and like like the whole nerd culture and my son and stuff i my son is in love with things that i don't actually love myself like he loves watching people play video games the part that i'm really proud about though is that He uses it as a stepping stone of interest, and like where he actually wants to play the video games. So when he he'll watch something and he'll say, "Oh my god, Dad, can I play that Roblox? That looks like so much fun!" Like yes, I like that because basically it's just it's fine. He's he's just he he doesn't have an arcade, he doesn't have like a a brother to look at, so he doesn't have any other influences aside from me to show him new video games and stuff that are out. And I'm not looking at Roblox, you know. (laughs) So so like I do everything I can to just basically like shower him with like anything that I think he'd be remotely interested in. And you know, whatever sticks just becomes a part of who he is. And I love it. I love watching it so much. Like he likes, um, he likes some really cool songs, but he, his favorite type of music is music about video games, not even music from video games. He likes, he likes like, like parody songs, basically. Of okay, he likes some, some it's some, it's, they're not even really parodies, dude. They're legit songs about Five Nights at Freddy's. It's crazy. Like there's original songs. They're ar- original, well-composed songs. It's it's like uh core, I think it's called. I haven't looked it up enough, so I apologize for anyone who's way more versed in this than I am. But because I know there's like Nightcore and there are like all these different genres that I'm just like I, I'm not interested that much in learning about, you know, so I don't have that much knowledge about it. But I, I'm pretty sure it's called Aticor, but it's just All of these different, like, animes and video games and cartoons, people write, spend all of this time composing, writing these lyrics and everything that are just, they sound like they're well-produced, legit, official songs for these things and they aren't you know they are just fans (laughs) who are just into it and they do it like there's a there's a bendy uh bendy and the ink machine song that he loves that i actually really like too, called build our machine like it's weird so he he has this he has this whole little you know personality and like all these opinions and with this nerd stuff that i don't actually love but it's tangential and like it's it's close enough to the type of stuff that i love and i'm i love I really appreciate that we kind of have that weird bond where I'm not just only making him like the things that I like because, <laughs> like, that was that's something like that's something I've always been worried about is that I'm going to make him kind of um, I, I don't I, I guess there's there's no problem in really being out of touch with your peers, but I've always felt growing up that like because I was given certain music and certain um, comics and stuff that, like, I couldn't identify with most of the people in school. Like, I just didn't. I didn't like anything anyone liked. I always felt like an outsider. And, like, sometimes sometimes it's great, you yeah. know? Like, it, I th- I think that, for the most part yeah i, I it seems that the, the people who feel that way cultivate or craft some sort of identity that's you know worth sharing with everyone else that eventually becomes part of that collective you know like it it takes the outside perspective to kind of like pierce through that bubble and make you know and kind of like change things a little bit um but that being said it also it's it's like pretty lonely it's it a
1: very difficult path yes. yeah it's
0: a very difficult path and like you know so but that, that being said he's not alone we're not alone you know like this is all it, it's just about finding your people and it's just much more it's much easier these days like right now we're talking <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know like if we weren't if we didn't have the internet right now then you and i would both be sitting in our respective rooms liking whatever we like and being like i hope there's someone else out there because i didn't <laughs> see anyone today
1: like, and that, beyond that i don't know if, i mean i think we've discussed this before but Anthony- i do not like talking on the phone so mm-hmm. like we would not be calling each other chatting like nope so how never was call. your day
0: no that would not be happening because yeah i like, hate it just I, as much as you do yeah i'd never want anyone to call me ever <laughs> yeah so, so i i feel like it's I feel like he is growing into his own little person. That's so similar to the person that I am, or imagine that uh, like It's a just little, who you would be
1: if you yeah. were now. If you yeah, were just now. that's
0: exactly what it is, and it's really interesting to see. And it's so you know it, it's kind of cool though because it helps it helps me as a parent because I look at him and I'm like oh boy like like if I get upset like when, during a uh, homework thing or I'm, I look at him and I'm like oh my gosh how would I want my dad to have treated me. If mm-hmm. I was him in this situation, and it's just easier to empathize a little bit and put myself in his shoes and be like, "Oh gosh, he's me. He's just a little me," you know. And it's just like, <laughs> what would I do to myself? And you know, so, so I just I like, think, go- I get it, man. Like, like when it like exactly what you're
1: talking about. Like Tina and I were talking about because, like, m- my girls like there's this like this one song called "Hypa Hypa" mm-hmm. by Eskimo Cowboy, and they are a German dance hardcore band and like i like tina Howard, was talking like our kids don't know any mainstream music they they straight up rock out to euro dance hardcore is what they're listening to they're five and three years old like the, the their taste of music by the time they're teenagers is going to be so convoluted and deep that like i'm not even going to be cool like i'm not even going to understand the layers of music they think they understand so oh. it's so funny to me like it's so great like if if you're listening to this po- podcast, I I implore you, to type in Eskimo Cowboy Hypa Hypa. You will not be disappointed.
0: It's amazing. Great- I can't I can't wait to listen to this after after the podcast. I've never heard it, so I've, but but yeah, that's it's funny. Um, because well, now I'm gonna I'll probably show that to him, and then they can bond over that when we eventually <laughs> hang out again. Um, She's got
1: her classmates singing it. No way. One of her classmates like went to go get their haircut by Tina and she's going hyper hyper and she was singing it. And like, guess yeah, so Cammy's going to school and like sharing it with those kids. And like, so all these kids are singing Euro dance hardcore music, and no one knows what they're singing, no one knows what they're listening to. Oh no,
0: it could be bad. It could be really bad. Dude. I've just
1: created a new a new sub-genre for American music in like 10 years. All these kids are gonna grow up and they're gonna be influenced by these weird influences, Very and it's great. all gonna be because of me. Because
0: I'm a pioneer, okay, people? That's what I am. <laughs> a Stevie Wildcard pioneer. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Um, so oh, oh, it, I, was, I was about to move forward in the Twitter thing, but Michelle asked right, as, right before we were going to start recording, Michelle wanted to know um, how the holidays have affected our creativity and if, like, the seasonal depression has, like, hurt us, or if it's, you know, just, like, the, the the crazy chaotic, the chaos of everything has gotten in the way, if that's, you know, how we work through that, or if we have, or, you know, because she's, she's having a lot of trouble getting anything done, basically, so.
1: And I can only imagine with her and, like, how, like, you know, her life plays out, like, how much, how busy she is, um. But, like, for me, like, for example, that one week where I thought I was going to get a lot done, Thanksgiving, and, like, I didn't think about those things getting in the way. But, see, we're in Florida, so we don't really get seasons here. So we don't really have, like, that whole seasonal shift when it happens mm-hmm. out here. Like, we we basically just have beautiful sun every day. But I will say, like, the second part of the thing you were saying, yes, holidays definitely do, like, complicate things because there's just – for example, I host Christmas dinner, so – all my family lives in this area. So like my like close family members are gonna come over for dinner and I'm, I'm gonna have to, you know, have the house prepared for them, this and that. So, I mean, yeah, that Christmas week is gonna be crazy for me because I'm gonna work the first three days, probably work a half day Christmas Eve mm-hmm. and then have to, you know, get ready to host a big Christmas dinner while simultaneously shopping for nephews, uh you know, family, friends and things like that. So yeah, of course, the, the, there's definitely some some factors in play right now that yeah. are definitely slowing things down.
0: I like, I've been collecting gifts all month for, for my son and my parents. Um, so I have all these random boxes just around my room in my house and they're just weighing on me. Cause I know I should start wrapping them. <laughs> I know I won't, Every year it's the same. Every year I just wrap them all on Christmas Eve and I stay up until 3 o'clock in the morning and I'm just like, it'll be fine, everything's fine. And I put on like Jingle All The Way or something and I just watch them and wrap. But up until that moment, I stress out about it the whole time and I just think, yeah, what else should I be doing? Um, the holidays have been hard for me because I, my, my work, I work in retail and we're open later and it's it's most of the time it's fine. Sometimes it's exceptionally stressful and it just gets like it gets really busy and really stressful and every everyone's a little more on edge and a little worse than they should be. And they they just make everyone makes everything a little bit harder than it should be, you know, especially now. And of course I wish I could do something to change that. Can't do it, you know. So I have to try to just, you know, live, you know, just suffer through it. Um I've been coming home at 10 o'clock at night and you know basically atlas is in bed almost asleep and i i kiss him goodnight and then i have to come in, like i go in my room sometimes i don't even get to eat because i don't have enough of a break to really like have a substantial meal at you know at work so i end up eating at like 10 o'clock at night or you know so it's just like it's <laughs> a don't net.
1: show it at all because you, your metabolism is fantastic and mine is horrible <laughs>
0: Well, Stephen, you see, I probably have some sort of worm in my body <laughs> that I don't know about, and I don't want to know. heavy figs all day, and this is what I got. Okay, you know what? Let's let's. Okay, as far as bodies are concerned, right? Like I have this like skinny little like <laughs> gr- like skeletal body that I don't like. Um, I want to fix it, Stephen. I figured, <laughs> I figured, like, okay, okay. Um, I figured, I am not. I'm not dating right? I'm not dating. I, I like, I'm writing. So if I have, so during the day when I'm with Atlas, I can't sit, like, I can't write, but what I can do, what I can do while I'm watching him in school or while I'm, while I'm like waiting for him to eat and saying like, please take a bite. Come on, come on, come on, eat, please eat. You have to eat something. Um, While I'm doing that stuff, I can exercise a little, you know? So I think what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to become a superhero, Stephen. <laughs> I think I think my plan is, my plan is, I'm going to, how long do you think it takes? How long do you think it takes to go from, like, a skeleton person to, like, a, oh, look, he looks like he might, he might, he might be able to be, like, a Superman for Halloween or something. (laughs) Six months.
1: I would say if you were serious for six months, you could probably get pretty stacked.
0: Yeah? Okay, no, but I don't want to be one of those guys who's just, like, if I don't work out, my pecs become, you know, breasts. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to have to always maintain in order to not hate myself you know like that you know that mode like i don't i think that like here's the thing i think your only option then is the ryan goslin right I and mean, that's i mean that's it what is it what like work out really hard really, and just then like just like a
1: lean just like a lean good looking frame basically like five pounds more
0: muscle what you have now that's pretty that's much what I mean. that's all i really <laughs> want man. i don't really i don't care like i don't here's the thing steven i hate talking about this <laughs> all right i hate talking about this but um I think I'm a weird enough person to have conversations with people and make my looks go from, like, a whatever they are to at least three above that, right? So, like, whatever – however people rank me, whenever we have a conversation, if we're if we're people – Listen, with- Anthony, the scale is 1 to 10. You can't go <laughs> higher than
1: 10. You can't gain 3 off of 10. You're already at the top. Just you know, I'm going
0: you you know to edit all this. You better not edit this out. I have to, Steven. Like, okay, my biggest fear with this nonsense. My biggest fear when we talk about, like, looks and stuff is that people are going to see it and be like, oh, he thinks he's good looking. And then they're going to start saying mean things about me, Steven, and I, I can't take it. I can't. Like, like here's the thing. If someone, if someone doesn't like something I like or something that I do, I don't care. Like, I have no concern, zero concern. If someone's like, Madman's a dumb comic, I'm like, I don't. Your opinion is irrelevant like it doesn't matter to me at all like it doesn't change the way i feel about the things that i love you know if i make something and i'm like i really love this and someone's like that's garbage i'm like it's irrelevant i really like it the same way i really like pizza you couldn't come up to me and be like pizza's gross and make me change my opinion of pizza it's like
1: (laughs) you know yeah
0: like yeah oh let me rethink this like no like of course i like it is a thing that for whatever reason is it's pleasing to my senses just let like, you know like I wrote this thing, I enjoy this thing, I might be insecure about it sometimes, but someone's opinion of it isn't going to change the way I feel about it, you know However, if someone's like "You're ugly and skinny and I hate you," I'm be like, "Oh no <laughs> and like, these are things I can't alter and things I, I already worry about I, I, uh, so I am... the, only
1: part, the only people that would say anything like that would just be jealous dudes so I wouldn't even worry about it. I guess I guess that's true. I I don't know. It's it's. Have weird. you ever have, a, have you ever had a single female point out a, a physical flaw in you? I have this pimple here, stupid.
0: <laughs> uh, no, no, I don't know. That's it's weird though. I don't know. But like, but like I was okay. So what I'm saying is like, so I'm am a skinny guy. Like I'm not I'm not like traditionally like a like manly looking dude. I'm a skinny guy. I'm I'm kind of like I don't know, gawky and like goofy, but. I talk about stuff and i ask weird questions and people seem to be interested in the nonsense that i have to say when i'm talking to them in person um so <laughs> and that's good i mean but like it, it helps and that's obviously not for not everyone like i'm sure you know those people steven you know those people when you you start a conversation and you're like hey so uh and you look around you try to like gauge like what do we talk about and it can go like the spectrum of like potential conversation can go from anywhere of course it starts at weather right like everyone knows it's just like Hot out, huh? That's when everyone sucks. Like, if, you, if anyone ever mentions weather, it's because they think you suck to them. <laughs> like, that's what it is. If I ever mention the weather, it's because. You're not good enough, sir. It's because we have nothing to talk about. If, if I mention the weather, it's because I, I did the mental math in my head. I, like, I did all of the, like, social, conversational math. That would amount to what your po- like possible responses would be if I mentioned anything. And I'm scared and I don't want to deal with it. But the- so there's this whole spectrum of conversation from like weather to the thing that you're like most nerdy about. And like the thing that you've just like been in love with for the longest and just like, could, could just stand on a soapbox and shout to the moon about, you know, forever. <laughs> and you don't meet those people a lot. Like, you don't, like, I don't know. Like, what do you think yours would be like Coheed and. Coheed and even like the deer hunter, man. I'll start like going what? off. and like,
1: no, the deer hunters, this amazing band. They have this crazy concept and it's so cool. Like Coheed's is great. It's like space, you know, it's like star Wars, but like the uh, deer hunters, like a more realistic, And I, I'll, I'll start going off and then like, you're like, you know, four the, the... In, you can just see the interest. Like,
0: yeah the the soul if the, dies in if, their eyes if
1: i could just take what i feel about this stuff and let you see it you would understand but alas here we are so yes
0: yeah so you know so i have that whole never heard the deer hunter <laughs> <laughs> so, act three is an amazing album get to it but that's you know but that's basically what i feel when i go on dates and stuff is i you know i i, I I, I gauge that immediately. I'm just—I mean, I gauge that before we actually go on dates. That's how I like know how to go on, like who to go on dates with. I don't understand how people date, Stephen. I don't get it. Like, I don't under- Okay, Stephen, I—I I know absolutely nothing about that. I know, I know. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. Okay, so obviously I'm not dating right now, but I, I still talk to people about dating and like about being lonely and that sort of thing. Um, people are so pessimistic and cynical about dating in general, and just, like, I've heard a lot of people say that they've been on so many bad dates, and I don't really understand how it happens. Like, I know... I know that we live in an alternate reality from women and single women. I know that. Like, I live in a completely different universe than the average single woman, you know? Or just woman in general, you know? But, um, But that being said, there is still... There's still levels of of like um, like thresholds you have to pass before meeting someone in person. I have to like go in and learn about someone to a certain extent to know that it's someone that I can sit across the table with and never want to bring up weather. You know what I mean? Like I before I ever meet someone, I, w- I have to know that there's zero chance that I'm interested in the weather when I'm in front of them, <laughs> you know, like we have a whole, we at least have this much of the spectrum to talk about you know, like <laughs> it doesn't have to get all the way to the end because that's, that's rare, like it's it's like insane to find that, it's mostly only in like online fandom communities that you can get that lucky, you know but if you can get somewhere on the, you know, the the, the stronger sillier side of the spectrum, then it's a more enjoyable date you know? And I don't know if it's just people don't have as dedicated interests or what it is that, you know, like, I, I don't, I, maybe people are embarrassed to love the things they love sometimes. I don't know, you know, but I just, I know that whenever I do go on dates, I love just meeting people who can also, you know, geek out about similar things, you know? So that's, that's kind of how it's been for me. And probably why i'm so lonely and why uh twitter is my girlfriend now (laughs) listen
1: man i'm your girlfriend okay i hate generalizing because it makes me sound like we have some sort of like we're superior to to the thought process of other men or something that's not what i'm trying to say but like i think of i think of like in school and stuff and like granted we're long since removed from that 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 atmosphere but like yeah, Outside bi- of like our own circle, man, people just seemed so boring. You know, I know
0: what you mean. I, um, I'm sure everyone. Okay, I'm sure everyone feels that way um, to an just, extent, yeah. right? Like everyone has to feel like, like every once in a while, I'll look at a couple and I'm like, I don't. How did you meet? Like I. Okay, first of all, <laughs> I know nothing about relationships. Clearly, I can't like make. I can. Whatever. I'll just. All. I'm gonna say it's bad luck. <laughs> no, I don't know. I. But like, I haven't found my person yet, and I think maybe sometimes i'm too picky um in like a terrible like seinfeldian way <laughs> um but i do sometimes i look at people and i'm like i don't understand what your bond is like i don't understand what thing what you what thing complements, what you have that complements one another you know like i don't understand what you bond over other than sex you know <laughs> because that can't i to me it's just that can't be it like that can't be enough there has to be something else um or else I'd get so bored. I'd get so bored, and and I also it's not even just boredom. Like I'm so, I'm so specific. Like you know, okay. Like I think the thing that I'm most jealous about with you and Tina is forever, <laughs> Stephen. Forever, Tina has always shown interest in knowing what you're doing and writing and reading. Like okay, when when you, remember when we were reading like um what was it the x-force or no it was new (laughs) avengers i think was it new avengers when it was like the it was one of the two anyway we were so we were reading comics and i just remember like tina just like getting a snack and being excited for you to sit and tell her about it (laughs) like yeah and she's still like
1: that to this day like she like like i can't wait for you to tell me about it like like if i read something or i watch something she's like wants me to like fill her in you know what i'm saying like yeah, yeah she's definitely amazing with that
0: Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's like a beautiful thing, but, and that's, it's, it's obviously very special. Um, and it's not as, it's, um, it doesn't happen as frequently as you'd imagine. And so I wonder, you know, like what what other people are bonding about? It? I don't understand it, and I think they're probably also looking at me and saying like, "Whoa, what's that guy do? You only talk about like the Mandalorian or something, or you know, whatever <laughs> thing they're assuming about me." Just like I'm assuming things about them, um, you know. So I, I don't know. I think like in that sense, as long as we understand that like we're all we like, we're all kind of boring to people who aren't like us, right? Mm-hmm. Like to someone who only loves football, nothing I do matters, you know. And like,
1: and it's so funny because I was going to say football, like, like, who watches football? But it's like. I mean, who watches a blue guy teleport and fight a dude that lifts metal up? I mean, who does that? And I'm like, you know what? Fair fair point, buddy. You got a fair point. Yeah. At least you're watching tangible people play a sport that you want. I I don't understand okay. if, I don't understand why you root for a team. Okay. You're not playing that game.
0: Steven, what is football, if not the battle for the infinity gauntlet? Right? <laughs> like it's just two warring factions coming together to fight. It's kind of funny. But I don't know. It's, uh, it, it's weird. Football would be way more entertaining if what the mascot they represented was what was fighting each other. That would be really cool, of course. Um, what would be the best game, then? Okay, wait. wait. The, t- the Titans would
1: beat almost everybody, first of all. It depends on which Titan, right? <laughs> um yeah, I guess it could be that that sloppy rock one. The rock one was never really that good, right? He was always bad at his job of being a rock guy. It was the wind guy that always seemed to be the most dangerous. Of
0: course he's the most dangerous. Fire, too, We're, also, we're also in Florida, so it's like that's our type Oh, wind. That's what we have to see. Yeah, we suffer through that guy. Um, I don't know. How big is the jet?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess if it's like a 747, it could, yeah. like,
0: rip a Titan asunder, right? Yeah, who knows? I mean, what's on that jet?
1: I will say this. Some of the weaker people, Steelers. They're just dudes that work with metal. Like, they don't <laughs> really got much going on for them. Like, they're just like, hey. Oh, my God, the Lions are coming. Like, What are they going to do? What are they going to do? A pack of Lions? There are comes literal in-
0: cowboys on the field, Steven. <laughs> cowboys versus Bears would be funny, though. Um, yeah. So... Pant- Vikings versus Raiders, that would just be, like, a pretty fair fight, actually. We should see yeah. that one. The yeah. Dolphins
1: would just have, like... They would have. No, there's no chance. Just, Wait, where are they fighting, Steven? I mean, I guess a home where turf. Where they fighting, the point, right? I
0: mean, oh is yeah, that a jet. Homes, a jet. Is that,
1: so why, is that why homes matter so much? Like, if you yeah. have home base, like, is that why they they want home?
0: So, yeah, I guess you're right. Though it would be more interesting. I, but but you know, to some people. I think it's a matter of just choosing and having faith in the thing. Like, I think that's, like... I think they choose loyalty, and then because of that, it just becomes important to them. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So, like, I think that's the the thing with us, is we can't really... Just choose loyalty if there aren't other factors involved. Like Mm -hmm. if I knew that one particular team like believed certain things, it might be different. You know, if they were like, "Oh yeah, we're the team that we steal everyone's rubies," you know, like something stupid. (laughs) Like obviously, I used a very, (laughs) very specific (laughs) example. That means. I hope
1: it's the Oakland Raiders, or are they the Oakland Raiders still? I don't even know
0: if they are. Yeah, but um. But, like, if they had something, some other things about them aside from just like, this is where they're from and this is what their color is, because I don't care about any of that stuff. You know, like, I don't care about, like, I don't care. I don't care about that stuff at all. And I'm bad. I hear
1: that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers play for two, for for people that want to have podcasts about comics specifically. That's what I hear. Yeah. I hear that Tom Brady joined them because he wanted to fight for that cause. So that's, that's who we're rooting for. We're rooting for Tampa now. (laughs)
0: <laughs> we're kind of from there. We're close. So it's the closest thing. We, we're Tampa adjacent. So yeah. we're gonna. <laughs> I do think it's it's pretty funny though. I mean it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of ways you could fix football, but I don't think you have to because there has a has a bunch of it's, people. It's who got like, a following. I mean, following. it's not for you us. I think one day it might be pretty popular. Stupid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not putting all my eggs in that basket, but you know, it, it may it may come through.
0: So, yeah, I don't but I I don't think I don't think you're like a jerk or anything. I don't think you're like the worst person for I don't think like you're a complete monster and you should feel ashamed of yourself for generalizing people. I don't think you're like some sort of super villain. I don't think like, No. But, but no, I don't I, I do. Listen,
1: you all suck and I don't. That's what I'm trying to say.
0: So, no, I, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's reasonable. I think we all get into those modes of just like, I don't get it. I don't want to sit across from, okay. Okay. You know what? I, one time, once, just once, just once, Steven. Um, you know, I always said there are thresholds. So when it was, so when I was dating, right? When I was dating what i would do is i would like talk to people and i get to know them a little bit and like it's always the same if you look at if you look at a dating app right you see things from the most superficial perspective immediately just like you would in real life right like you walk by someone you only see what they look like you don't know anything about them you don't know who they are you don't know their name you don't know what they love you don't know anything right like you just superficial scan like have the terminator box pop up and say like (laughs) you know potential female like like whatever you don't know you know you're just like uh, possibly this age to this age you're trying to do the math right so on the dating apps you you have that terminator box already with their <laughs> image with their name with where they're from and you're like okay so you have to okay so here's the thing you have the opportunity to either choose based on superficialities where you're just like I like you or I don't like you or you can literally literally Look beneath the surface, which is hilarious. Um, but you can click on it and see beneath the picture, which is more information about them if they so provide it. Um, so you can learn about people, right? Some people don't write anything in their, bio, you know, their profile bio, whatever. Some people write very detailed, you know, descriptions of who they are, or what they love, and or what they don't want, and blah blah blah. So you you like that's like the first threshold, right? Like you can choose to learn more about someone, and then based on that, choose whether or not you like them, right? So there was one time, Steven, one time and one time only that I let someone, I, I saw someone, they had no information, no, zero information. And I was just like, I honestly don't know. I don't know if you're I I don't know if I'm attracted to you. I don't, I can't tell from pictures. I'm really, I'm like notoriously bad at that. I can't tell what people look like from pictures. I can't, I just can't. I like, that's something I've learned about myself. I look at pictures <laughs> and I'm like yeah, I don't know. Everyone looks cute. I don't know. What's the difference? And then I see him in person. I'm like, yeah, I don't think that looks like that picture I saw. Like a lot. It happens a lot. Um, so, but, but anyway, so this time I saw a picture, I was like, yeah, okay. You look like a cute person. I can't tell anything about you from what you're wearing. I can't tell anything about you because you have no profile. I'm going to swipe and just like agree to like learn about you. Right. So I swiped and we ended up matching. Right. So but here's the thing. My profile had all of this information about me, Stephen. Like, like everything about me. I'm just like, this is who I am as a human being. Like, this is like, if like, if you read this and you still swipe swipe to agree with me, we shouldn't be talking about the weather. Like, that's <laughs> that's what it is. Like, you know, based on all this stuff, that this is what I like. This is I basically what I did is I painted a, a like a. I, I painted a wordy portrait of that spectrum, of, like, the the positive spectrum of the conversation. that I was like, please like this stuff so we can talk about it. It would be great, you know? So this person matched with me, which you'd imagine would be like, okay, cool. It's it's like she likes some of that stuff. She liked none of that stuff, Steven. Zero of that stuff. Nothing. None of it. Like, okay, but here's the thing. She wasn't adamantly against any of it. She wasn't like, I hate comic books or anything. And, I mean, she didn't sound like that either. But she didn't like any of it like she was she, she we had completely different taste in music she didn't even like movies she didn't read um okay oh, trust me
1: first and foremost you cannot trust someone that says they don't like movies yeah just like in the recent people that say they don't like music like you don't like the one thing that makes us human basically is what you're trying to tell me you don't like music you it's don't amazing. hear drumbeat and just think it's the most amazing thing in the world like you're a liar
0: i don't trust you i don't i i feel like something's missing inside um and you know i'm sorry for your luck but you know when the yeah so she liked nothing she liked nothing i liked and so i was like okay i'm just gonna go along with this and see why i don't get it like so i'm gonna explore this and see why why okay so because here's the thing like i get it superficial like she can be like Oh, you're not holding a fish, so like I'm gonna agree to swipe right on you. Like I'm gonna like you because you're not just like this another guy. Because we live in Florida, so I'm sure a huge majority of the people <laughs> are just dudes who are holding fish. Just yeah, just guys Can who you are, green like,
1: screen a fish in my hand, so I look like a Florida fish guy.
0: Yeah, I'm not like Steven, who just has to have a fish everywhere. Here's a picture <laughs> of me with a fish,
1: by the way. I'm such a sportsman.
0: Oh, I did actually go fishing on Thanksgiving. Here's my fish. Check him out. Uh, oh, you
1: actually do have fish pictures. I do have a fish picture. You I, should make that your profile picture. That will be my, my br- so,
0: if I, Yeah, next time I date, it's just going to be fish pictures. I'm going to see who <laughs> likes me then. Are
1: bonito um, fish big? <laughs>
0: so, okay, so... So, like, whatever, like, so she, she didn't hate the way I looked, but that's, she didn't like anything else about me, right? Like, she didn't, she didn't agree with anything. So, I was like, I was trying to get through, trying to figure it out, right? So, I was like, okay, why? Like, why would we continue to talk, you know? Like, I was, I was basically asking her to, to, just like like explain no time sum up like tell me exactly why you want to keep talking to me because it makes no sense to me like unless like I, I either want you to just be like i'm only here to hook up with people and i don't really care which is like okay cool i don't care i'm not going to judge you i just want to know i want to understand because for me i like as soon as you said you're not interested in movies you became like persona non grata i was just like i don't you're not the girl for me like that's like that's it's not gonna happen not gonna happen i don't really it, like if if i can't make a joke about ferris bueller I don't want to live. Like I don't want to be in that. <laughs> what is
1: this all even been about?
0: So I agreed to meet her. I was like, "Let's <laughs> go. Let's get dinner. Let's do this." Right? And I intentionally for the first 20 minutes of the of the meal didn't try to make conversation the way I normally would make conversation. I just kind of let it happen just to see what she would do because like i was very confused i did i was like because i knew i was like i can't talk about movies i can't talk about things i like really she doesn't like any of it so let's just hang out see what happens so she didn't really talk about much for the first couple minutes kind of like like oh so you know she asked me where i was from and stuff and i was like okay this is all this side of the spectrum and this is not the (laughs) conversation that i ever want to have ever like i don't it doesn't matter where i'm from it doesn't matter where i was born it doesn't matter like I, I, like this is not you can know this later this is why origin stories should start off with an explosion or something and then later on <laughs> you'll learn where i'm from like i don't i just i don't have the capacity to sit in dinner with a stranger and be like so let me tell you just like i told all of the other ones exactly where i'm from and how old i was when i moved and what i like it's just like it that part of it is so tedious and not really essential to knowing who someone is In the moment, you know. So, anyway, facts about my life. Yeah, just facts. It's facts. I get like I should. I could bullet point that in two seconds, and it's it's just not interesting to me. You know, I'm like, oh, you, whatever. And some of it is interesting, and you get to the interesting parts of those things for sure, but not what I was looking for. Um. So anyway, so eventually we just started talking about dating in general, and I learned she like she had so many horror stories of different guys, and I was like, oh, it's because your bar. Your standard bar, like, your bar has been lowered so much that you're like, oh my gosh, just please don't be a monster. Like, if you don't try (laughs) to rip my hair out and eat it in front of me, I will be happy and marry you. Like, that's (laughs) where the bar has been set. Sounds
1: like she needs to get James Cameron in her life to raise that bar. That's what she needs. (laughs) Yeah, dude,
0: it's true. (laughs) But but dude, it's, yeah, so I did meet someone, and so we had nothing in common. We met the once, um, she, and so afterward... I actually afterward it was pretty funny. Um I don't know. I hate to like I don't think I was a jerk here, Steven. I now and I, I know prefacing anything like that is gonna <laughs> make you think that I was a jerk. I don't think I was a jerk. He I, was. <laughs> thank you, Ron Howard. Um, now, okay, so I'm gonna tell you like so the way that that date ended was with me being kind of like nonplussed, like just kind of, I, I didn't really, I was like, okay, this is exactly what I expected to happen. It was it was a little interesting just seeing what other, what someone else's perspective was like as far as like what they think a date should be or can be or what they think a relationship can be because she was very adamant that like, oh, opposites attract and, you know, like we don't have to like the same stuff. And it was like, we don't have to like all of the same things. Like that's my opinion is we don't have to like all the same things, but we have to have some things that are... that harmonize. We have to have some things that like complement one another or some things that you have to, like, I have to be interested so much, at least enough to want to know what your stories are about, you know, like whatever that, you know, whatever you're doing, I really want to be interested in it. So anyway, um, but that's not really what, it, what happened at the end of the date. So I was just like, all right, well, you know, thank you for meeting me and I paid for dinner and I was just like, all right, um, I'm gonna get going. And she's, she was like, you're not gonna drive me home. Now here's the thing, I didn't drive her there. <laughs> like, we met there, we met there, we had not discussed me driving her home. It was now like, I don't know, like midnight-ish, like, I, it was like, yeah, so we went to like a ale house, um, it was a little, it was late, but not too late, and I was like, where do you, where do you live? What? Why do you want me to drive you home? I don't understand what you're talking about right now, and I was very confused. because well, I mean, it was obvious she wanted you to come in, right? I don't know Stephen. I'm not I'm not Come on, man. How, you say you're not. <laughs> Stephen. How
1: like I don't even I Tina. I only have Tina. And how how am I picking up on stuff that's being put down that you aren't? Mr. Mr. Dating Profile.
0: Okay, I did pick up on that. Okay, I assume that is <laughs> I did, I assume that. Okay. And but I didn't I'm glad want you're being that. honest
1: now. I'm glad you're being honest. Now. Okay, I assume
0: <laughs> She said, You're not going to drive me home. I assumed that what she wanted was anything more than what we had already just accomplished which I didn't want to do because I didn't enjoy what we had just accomplished, Stephen. (laughs) I was just like, I didn't enjoy any of this. I didn't want that. So I was like, I don't want to go back to your house. I really never, I think one of the main things is I never want to become someone's like bad story they're going to tell to someone else about how they use them or something, like some nonsense Mm -hmm. where I'm just like, no, like, I don't want to give you, if anything, I want to be the guy who you had nothing in common with, who didn't drive you home, which you can think I'm a jerk about, but, but I don't want to be the jerk who makes that sort of mistake. So I was like, no, thank you." You. you know um so anyway so i i so i talked to her and she was like okay um i'll just get an uber or i'll just get a you know a lift or whatever so she called and i waited with her and the you know the ride came and i i just remember there was some very 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 drunk girl in the uber already like she did i don't she did one of the rides where you're riding with someone else <laughs> so and I was like, oh, no. And she got in the car, and I was like, this is going to be an interesting text later. <laughs> and so she she wrote home, and, like, she kind of texts me, um, like, very flirty. Not, not Nothing, like, overt, you know, but she texts me flirty things later. And she's like, I was hoping you would drive me, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I don't understand. I'm sorry. I'm not good at any of this. I don't know why. you. I don't get it. Like, I, you're fine. You're a nice person, but not... We're not the people for each other. Obviously, like to me, it's obvious. I don't understand. You know, <clears throat> so so it goes back to what I said,
1: which is that you're a ten and you don't need to raise the bar any further, Anthony. The- Here's the thing: is like, yes, you could be right. It could be the whole bar thing, and she meets a bunch of horrible men, or you could be physically attractive, and she could look past those things
0: that she doesn't get along with you with. But I don't want them to look past that, Stephen. I want to be <laughs> well. A luscious, this a this is your unfortunate my-
1: werewolf. This like, is your I'm, curse. This is your cross to bear, good sir.
0: You are guaranteeing. If I leave this in the podcast, you're guaranteeing I'm going to get bad comments in my life. Is what's happening? Like it's just going to be like, like people are just going to be like, I hate that guy. No, but
1: it just sucks, Because
0: I'm the voice. It's not your voice. It's like paying me to do this. I'm um, just <laughs> kidding. He's not paying me. To I'm paying Stephen to say nice things about me because I'm lonely <laughs> and sad, and no one cares. No, so yeah, I don't know. I do I do miss dating though. Um, so what do you have planned next week? Uh, next week, I'm gonna
1: wrap up. I, I sh- I'm gonna try to wrap up six before you even post this. So I'm hoping to get final pencils on this, but if not, uh, wrap up six and start seven. Yeah, wow, seven, that's awesome.
0: So next week I plan on getting as much done as possible. I, it's the week where my son goes with his mom. So it's always the week where I get the most done. Um, the only thing I have to do is go to the DMV and work, so it's that's nothing I can write at the DMV, honestly. If I have to, if I'm there too long, um, so yeah, I should get my stuff done because it's a it's an easy week for me. I'm hoping to get through at least one chapter, if not two. I should be able to do it. Um, so yeah, so that's a pretty good deal. And then I'm also gonna I'm gonna start working on a bucket list of like potential guests for our podcast. Oh man, that'd be so
1: cool! It's like, fun. most of our like people that we like love like and like would love to to meet and talk to. Probably aren't that far out of our reach, really. I mean, we could probably, probably get there, man. Well, awesome.
0: I feel like we love really personable, reasonable, cool people. Who we do... love people like us, basically. You,
1: you, people that I mean, don't. I watch didn't football. mean to
0: compliment us as much as I just did, <laughs> or as, long, as much as you just made it seem like I did. But yeah, yeah, pretty much people like us. I just, I, I, I want to meet more people who are doing things that we are trying to do, basically, mm-hmm. and and other people who are in the same shoes as us or similar shoes i would love so if you're out there and you're listening to the podcast and you're doing what steven and i are currently doing um it would be cool if like we didn't act like we were some kind of weird competition and we all just talked to each other like community and just mm. shared one another's comic books like you know human people who would love comic books because that's what we do right so like if you mm. have a comic book and you want to share it with us um we have a Facebook group and people have been sharing their full books on there and it's actually really cool so far. Uh so go to Facebook.com slash groups slash we have issues podcast and post whatever you want on there and we will check it out. We'll talk about it on our podcast eventually. Um Steve and I obviously you've heard are very have been very busy lately, so you know, but we're catching up and we always make time for these sort of things, and we'd love to hear from you and talk to you. If you have any questions for us, you want to just contact us about anything. Uh, tell me that I'm a three. Um, tell Steven <laughs> that he's an 11, which he is. Um, I am not. He- you know, if you if you if you or someone you know has access to grandparents and or ostriches, let us know. <laughs> we are we are it's still the goal. It's still the dream. So look if you think ostriches and grandparents aren't on my bucket list, you're wrong. <laughs> like I am dead set on in, we we need to get at least your mom on the podcast. We need to get someone on this podcast who was a grandma and <laughs> just be For like, oh, why don't you love us more? Actually, we actually just got Robin. Robin just just added us welcome Robin to our new subscribers she's Ashley's mom who Ashley is has children and she is she makes Robin a grandma so welcome welcome to the colony new grandmas um we welcome you with open arms we love you we are thankful to have you um we appreciate you all for listening please contact us on Facebook uh, and Twitter twitter.com slash we have issues pod if you're only listening to this we are on YouTube at youtube.com slash we have issues podcast um it's been a lot of fun. We love talking to you guys. So we hope you see you next week. Uh, I'm Anthony. I'm Stevie Wildcard. And this is We Have Issues. Thank you so much. <laughs> see you next week.